Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... From a Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome to session 18, and another recapitulation. Having left the plateau of Elm Twinkle's lands at mid-morning, you've trekked down into the jungle for some hours. You've crossed a living bridge that made traumas of childhood fears. And now, before the sun sets and leaves you in dark jungle foliage, Thorn's keen eyes find a secure spot to set up camp. The evening encroaches, and you settle into the protected nook of a rock outcropping. The strange clicks, twitters, twangs, and howls of the jungle echo from all sides. Is it odd that only the strange dwarf called Brandon seems adverse to setting a night watch? What does he know that our three go-lucky companions do not? Well, having intentionally sought out Grandma Elmtwinkle, he knows precisely where you are, the northeastern foothills of the Mazha mountain range, within the jungles of Kush. Later, in the deepest part of the night, a nearby thud catches your attention. What was that? Is one of your companions making noise down below in the camp? Should you wake them? Damnable dark vision. After 24 years, you'd think these shades of gray. Bah! Another nearby thud, and you focus your attention on the floor just past your sleeping companions. There. Movement. Plippity-pop. Plippity-plop. You toss some pebbles at your sleeping... at the sleeping... F well, I really screwed that up there. Man. Restart. <laughs> Plippity-plop. Plippity-plop. You toss some pebbles at the sleeping form of Clicker. She awakens the others and a battle ensues. One that starts with a dwarf that has the bearing of a fighter running away. Eh? What was that about? As it turns out, your nemesis of the night was not a creature at all. Rather, it was a disgruntled fig tree that hurled explosive figs. That's weird. Shortly, after the next day dawns, you continue your trek. And 30 minutes after breaking camp, Volan recognizes that you have arrived. The four of you walk up to the edge of the cenote, peer down at a lone pink tree that sits 120 feet below, surrounded by turquoise waters. A discussion ensues. What's the plan? How to climb down? Cowabunga! Splash! Clicker has just leapt into the heart of the cenote and plummeted to her giant birdbath below. Before anyone can chuckle at her antics, you notice that she isn't moving. Uh-oh. How deep, how deep was that water? Rush calculations and decisions are stopped short. More splashing echoes from below. The Pargan Tree's guardian is coming. Thorn acts quickly, pulling and loosing an arrow, all the while gesturing and shouting an arcane word. Volan and Bruce leap from the edge and featherfall. A large crustacean emerges from the dark, pincers and tentacles waving with menace. Volan arrives just as Clicker's unmoving body slides beneath the water's surface. Bill throws an axe. Thorn remains above, firing arrows from on high. 
A minute later, Volan pulls himself from the clutches of a serrated, unmoving pincer. The dwarf wonders if he'll find his tossed axes. Click Clicker coughs up water, and Sunrise enjoys a romp in the tree's pink leaves. What comes next? How about we find out? And so ends my recapitulation. Yay. Yay. Is that it for tonight? We're going, we're, we're leaving now? <laughs> okay, done. Cool. So, and, um, Bolton's still not here. All right. I will turn on the sound once more. Do you want me to play Volan? Oh, sure. Shall I release his character sheet? I should. Yeah, why I. not? Uh, there you go. Clear. There you go. Can you guys hear the background music? There is no music, but I can hear background noises, sure. Okay, back on noises. Yep. Got it. The early morning sun shines into the snow day at an angle, lifting, lighting up the pink leaves, glittering off the gold and silver coins that sparkle just under the water's surface. It's about 17 Celsius, and a tiny sprite, despite the battle of a moment ago, burps in contentment as he frolics amongst the, amongst the tree's leaves. In the middle of the cenote, surrounded by various shades of turquoise water, is an amazing specimen of a tree with pink leaves, growing from uh, growing from a stalagmite in the waters below. A greenish-white glow shines up from the water's surface at the rear of the cenote, back where the chal had emerged. What are you going to do? Is Clicker still floating in the water? No, Volan had carried her to the the edge of the stalagmite and propped her up there before he rejoined the battle and then she kind of just as the battle ended she she spluttered awake she's conscious cool yeah and clicker is holding her uh she, she i i re realized she was uh or i remember she she knocked herself out again so uh she's no longer conscious <laughs> she i remember she just out again yeah yeah, yeah she was uh she was like uh and uh, fell backwards and hit her head again, so she knocked herself out again. She's breathing, not dead. She, she's breathing, yeah. She, she seems okay for the time okay. being. But she you can see okay. that, that, her, that her shoulder is, is at a weird angle. That's probably where she uh, hit the ground underwater. Ah, dislocated. Probably. You don't see I, blood. I could, I could put that back in for you. Um, Bill is going to go off and see if he can find his axes. All right. He finds. I like how you're changing his name now. <laughs> Bill. What do you mean changing the name? Bill. Go on, Brian. Bill the Dwarf. He's going to go off and find his axes, if he can. Off you go, Barnabas. You can give me your investigation check as you search about. Oh, okay. I won't give you that one, I'll give you another one. You find one of your two axes. I always have one. Yeah, I put the DC intentionally high on that because <laughs> yeah. you had to have broken 25 if you were going to find both. 
That was never gonna happen. And yeah, that's right. One. It's in those waters somewhere. I got it. So having picked up my hand axe, I come wandering back to the island where Clicker is. And I see that he's uh, he's dislocated his shoulder. She. So she. She's dislocated her shoulder. And, and I'm thinking like, I wonder if I can put that back in again. And she's unconscious and lying on the ground. So I just figure I'll give it a crack. You're so, going to give it a crack? Yeah, I'm going to give it a crack. So... Oh, it would Grabbing. be preferable if it wasn't a crack. Okay. It just pops in, not breaking yeah. the bone. You're going to have a fling at it. you have a shot at it. So, so, first question for you, Brandon, Barry. Would you say in your character's backstory, I mean, yes, you did mention how old you were last episode, session. Would you have encountered many of the... Would you say you would have encountered raven folk in the past? And no. Okay. So give me your medicine check then, please. Ah, look at that. Okay. So, grabbing a hold of a wing. I um. She okay. doesn't have wings. Oh, sorry. You give a, a dwarfish yank using that dwarvish mind as to how you would reset a dwarf's arm and yeah. basically you knock her unconscious again. I mean, she's unconscious, but yeah, she's definitely unconscious now. She's now bleeding from the back of the head. Clicker, you can take another level of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. I, look, I look down and I go, shit, that didn't work. Volan walks over and goes, I think we need a, a lighter touch. Yeah, could be right. Uh, Please oh, try, no. try and find your axe, Brad. Oh, I got my axe. Got my axe. So I'm just going to see if I can find the uh, the ninja stone. Okay. So I'm going to go hunting around for the the vril stone, which is at the foot of the tree somewhere. Look, I found it. Here it is. Volan's going to check up on um, Clicker. How is Clicker looking? She's completely out of it. Her breathing is ragged, but she's alive. And uh, Thorn from up high goes, uh, well, um, how's Clicker looking? Uh, and um, I'm not sure I can get down there very easily. I'm going to see if there's another way down. Ah, uh, we'll be up there soon. Give me a perception check, Thorn. As you're walking around the edge of the cenote, you notice two things. You notice that the turquoise waters on the northern side of the cenote look darker. And you notice that hidden away there looks to be somewhat of, like, it doesn't even look like a goat trail, but you notice some odd rock protrusions that possibly could use to be climbed with. But the odd thing about it, it and you're putting together with the creature that you just battled from looking from above, you gather that they are certainly handholds that perhaps something like that might have used. 
not exactly made for a humanoid. Is this on the rock face? Um, mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, is there any trees at the uh, top of this? Uh... Yes. Jungle all about. All right. Let's see if I actually have any rope. I might not actually have any rope. I can I can look at those handholds, can't I? And you haven't seen anything. If you're going about looking for a uh, rock, you can give me. And, and whereabouts are you going to be looking? I'm on the island, so I'm okay. I won't worry about the, the the path up or down. I'm on the island, just rummaging around under the tree, looking for the real stone, which is supposed to be at the foot of the tree. Give me your investigation check. You look about at the bottom of the tree and you like you look over every rock looking for a black stone with runes on it and you don't find anything and you wonder if you remembered correctly someone saying that it was at the bottom of the tree or was there something else about at the bottom of the tree you stand here with me Volan. hey Volan. what they did say the rock was at the foot of the tree, didn't they? The real stone? Um, I uh, wasn't listening perfectly at the time, but it was supposed to be nearby. Yeah, I don't exactly remember either. Damn. Maybe we'll just have to wait for Clicker to come around again. Is the water uh, glittering, by the way, like there's stuff inside? Oh, uh, underneath the water? The shallow parts of the water near the stalagmite center where the tree sits on, you can certainly see there's coins inside the water for sure. It, it could be that the uh, stone is uh, amongst the coins. Have you thought of that? It could be. So I walk around the uh, edge of... With your... Investigation check that you did take, though, Beezlebob. You did notice, so I mentioned that you'd seen some silver and gold sparkling mm. from the water, but you also notice there are, I mean, you see copper colored in there as well, but there are, every once in a while you see a coppery coin that flashes red. And like constantly flashing red? Like a light or... No. Just when the sun hits it a certain way, he notices a one or two of the coins that are underneath the surface have um, kind of have a flash red when the sun hits it. Well, seeing that that's unusual, I'll just reach into the water and pick up one and have a look at it. Yep. So you pull out one of those copper ones, and I mean, it has the shape of a copper coin, but there's no stamp on it at all. It is just the shape of a coin, and it has a copper look, but as you hold it in the sun, it definitely sh has a red shine to it. And it glints, whenever it's in the sun, at just right the right angle, it glints red. In all of my years as a, a metal worker, should I know what this metal is that it's made of? You can try to give me a stone cunning to see. A stone cunning? No, you are not familiar with it. 
racking your brain thinking about what you know i mean you've you're a metal worker you yeah. worked with metal for a century this is odd to you but i do know it's metal yeah i am going to gather up a handful of these because even if i even though i don't know what it is because i work with metal i'm curious to see um to learn more about it and i do know that it will take time to gather it's not like you can because there's quite a bit of co coins in the water here it's not like one or two coins there's quite a bit gathering them up and finding the ones that have this strange red glow or not glow this i thought they'd stand out i thought from your previous description they'd stand out so you would have to gather up a bunch more to see if you could find some more definitely caught sight of two of them okay well i'll i'll spend 10 minutes rummaging around in the water waiting for clicker to become conscious again hunting for um some of these coins so what exactly are you doing when you hunt are you just picking up another coin looking at it and then dropping it back in the water or are you collecting no well because i saw them because i saw the first one while standing on the edge of the the island i am going to move in a clockwise direction around the island looking into the water and every time i find one i'm gonna pick it up and put it in my backpack while this is happening um thorn is going to be climbing down and when when bruce is doing this fallen's going to be looking at it on at um uh at him and uh say um barnabas what are you doing why are you collecting those things Ah, oh, because I'm a blacksmith and I've never seen this type of metal before, so this intrigues me and somewhere along the line I may be able to use it for something. Do you want some gold coins while I'm down here? Well, gold is not usually of interest to me, but we mm. may need some in the future. I will examine the water and see if there's this uh rock room somewhere nearby. Okay, so I reach in and grab a handful of coins off the bottom and just put them on the edge of the island so that you can pick them up later if he wants. I work my way around the island and pick up a handful of these copper coins and then go any luck finding the frillstone? First off, Thorn, you said you were going to climb down, so I will need you to give me your athletics check. Or are you going to do something else? No athletics for now. <laughs> See how I go. I can I can always No, well I've got Featherfall if I fail. Yep. Okay, you start placing your foot in your hand and you notice I mean it, the spread is how tall are you again? I'm at least twenty foot tall. <laughs> this is easy peasy uh, for you yeah 174 centimeters so five foot seven apparently so as you reach up and you're trying to holding on to one and it's it's a good solid uh you got your two hands on it and you reach down with your foot trying to get it that like stone below but it's just out of reach as you're trying to do this it will be quite the challenge without some kind of aid to take this path i.e. 11 is not enough well I didn't know what I rolled 
Now you do. Well, I don't have any climbing equipment. And I can't see any other way down. You can give me a history check. Okay. You need to beat a five. You recall a potion that had been given to you. Oh, I know. I, I, I know that. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to use that on the way back up, not down. <laughs> we're all doing the yeah. same thing here. We know we got the damn thing. We figure we're going to need it the other way. So I'm going to attempt to climb down. If, if I fail, I fail. I'll just cast Featherfall, but um, that, that'll be my attempt. Okay. So you're climbing down on that north side. I'm climbing down the side that I think is... I'm trying to climb down the, the area that's easiest. Or looks easiest, at least. Yeah. Easiest is definitely where the handholds and footholds that you'd noticed are. So you start going down, and you do... Trying to do a little... Uh, I forget what they, they call that when you're sport climbing, when you kind of jump from one handhold to another. You do try to do that to get to the next hold but your foot you don't get it quite right and you slip and you tumble down towards the darker waters okay i will cast featherfall to float down then give me a perception check you notice as you're floating down on that northern side that greenish white glow coming from the water you can kind of see from where you're sitting there appears to be some form of an entrance down there. Fantastic. I will float down to the bottom. And um, and you'll land in the water and you'll have to... That water there you'll need to um, dog paddle. Okay. Um, I, I will swim to the, uh, to the side... Maybe not the island for now, but swim to the side and uh, sort of brush myself off. And you can have Volan give me his investigation check. And having noticed how thoroughly that... God, I, thinking up of names that start with B, all of a sudden it's getting complicated. Beelzebub. Uh, we've got Bryant, we've got Brayden, Bill, Blake, Billy, Bobby. Bartholomew. Brendan. <laughs> Boring. Brian, Blaine, Brooks, Blatt. Braxton. Yeah. Do you want me to send you the website I'm, I'm looking at at the moment? I should. No, it's fine. Having noticed how thoroughly that Bruce had looked around that island, you know that he, he left no stone unturned, and so you, your looking is fairly cursory. You're more curious about the berries on the tree, and you notice that as you're looking about, there are three berries on the bottom of the tree. Actually, give me a d4 roll. Yeah, there are three berries. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, he will collect the three berries. Well, at least start with one and see what happens. So you notice that they're small, but you could you could easily hold, they're small enough that you could hold 15 to 20 in your hand. They have an oblong shape. The skin is very dark green and has a spotted pattern 
that is different shades of cyan. Um, can I do a nature check to see? Um, oh, he already knows about these things, doesn't he? He does. He doesn't know the full extent, but he knows quite a bit about them. All right, so he's he's going to put them in his backpack uh, in readiness for Norbert. Yep. He does know. The one thing that he does know about them is that they will last a week after being picked before they spoil and are ru ruined. And in a sealed dry container, they will last about a month. And to keep them longer, you need some form of magical container. He knows that. Are there any any berries up in the tree that we can get to? Volan is probably the one who knows the most about the berries. You can see looking, well, actually you're still looking about, so after 10 minutes of walking around, you know, just reaching in and grabbing handfuls of coins, you soon start to realize it's not easy and that their means is to take all the coins out and to go through them a lot more meticulously to find because after 10 minutes of walking about, it's not like they're in a pile, like one big pile. They're just spread out around the tree uh, going into the deeper water. There's a fair number. You figure it'll take you probably close to an hour to gather them all up. The coins? Yep. Right. So in the 15 minutes of gathering, how many did I get? Half a dozen? Hold on a second. Two? 73,000. <laughs> wow. Okay, roll me... In 15 minutes, roll me a... Yeah, roll me a d20. Percentage dice. Sorry? Roll me a d20. D20. <laughs> Whoa! You did a really oh, good yeah. job. You gathered up in 15 minutes. You managed to gather up all the freaking coins. Jesus. I'm sitting there cool. thinking, how many? I'll do a percentage off of this. 20 being 100%. Far out. Some crazy ass rolls you got going there, buddy. I was expecting a two, which would have been hilariously funny. I've got coins. Oh, wow. 100 gold. And <laughs> that's, that's a bit of coins. There's a lot of coins. What, what's OP? Is that the... Those are the red coins. The special uh, one. Opioids. Cool. <laughs> and I've just got to... You find all eight those. of them. Eight OPs. Are we, are, are we distributing this evenly amongst everyone? God forbid, no. They're all mine. They're mine all mine. Of course we are. I have no interest in I have no interest in the money. After fifteen minutes, clicker, you you slowly come back around the constant water lapping at your legs, having just your legs and your boots still sitting in the water as the upper portion of your body has been dragged to the shore and you've been leaned on your side just so that you don't choke on any water or possible blood or stuff like this, you blink your eyes open once more. Maybe it was she the sound blinks. of the coins being dropped onto this, the shore and being counted. Maybe that was what yeah, woke you up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, she blinks a few times without moving and then tries to get up 
And as the first bit of weight comes onto onto the dislocated shoulder, she uh, immediately drops drops down again onto her side and uh, screams out in pain. Don't tell her it was me. You know how pissed she gets when she's hurt. Volan walks up to Clicker. Um, uh, I think uh, Bryant um, attempted to heal you poorly. She rolls onto her back. Or just, yeah, let's, let's go of the position and then rolls over. Lies on her back, looks at the ceiling or the opening in the ceiling. Yeah. That's <laughs> high. Bor Boris uh, avoids her, her gaze. I've taken all of that coinage out of the party sheet. You can delete them all now. Stuck them all in my inventory. Oh, you took all of them? Well, it was easier to just yeah. They wouldn't all drag and drop, so I just no no you because you don't drag and drop them. You what you do is you decide on what you guys are going to do, and I can press a button to basically determine what the, how they get allocated. Uh, okay, you can do that. We're going to divide them in four, except for the OPs. What happened? I saw a monster. Give me a history check at advantage, clicker. At advantage. Mm -hmm. It cancels out my disadvantage because of exhaustion. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's right. I would have thought that it still would. Any which way, you studied hard certain things, what seems like another lifetime ago. And when you roll over and you see the corpse lying in the water it takes you a minute but it looks very familiar to some drawings that you've seen in the past and you are aware of what it is you've read much about it and you know that something that i'm going to tell you in the other channel so you know that it's an aberration you know that these creatures were once considered guardians of another aberration called an aboleth and that these creatures were used as guardians for aboleth hordes and they were told usually given strict commands to because they lived for an extremely long time and they were very hard workers they were told go out and collect relics and bring them forward okay any questions? Yeah, do the do our surroundings and the coins etc. look like the relics that that they would usually gather? Noticing the coins and not being aware of what Bruce has hidden away? Definitely not. No questions. But based on what you know, you think that the coins, perhaps because of where they were located, might have been to lure people so that it could potentially find more stuff from the stuff that people carried with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You think there's a lair nearby? Yep. 
Okay. Yep. Any other questions? An Eboleth layer, right? Just to make that sure. Could be. Yeah. Because these are like the the workers. Yep. But it seems odd to you because since Bruce told you where you are, you're in the foothills in a jungle. There is no water anywhere near about. So this is makes no sense. We do seem to be in one part of an under uh, or underground water canal system thing, right? Mm. It's a cavern with water in it, so could be. Give me a give me a a general intelligence check. Let's watch your disadvantage. <laughs> you just can't get your brain working right now. I mean, there's something odd about all of this. I mean, you recognize the creature from the drawings. You know quite a bit from what you've read, but there's something, there's like something that you read that is, you just can't catch it. You know that it's just past, but you're just in too much pain to remember it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll take us back. That was a day. We're so back. this is the morning of the second day. Hey, question for you, um, Dagobel. Yep. Um, did the quest givers uh, basically give us the indication of where the um, Vril Stone is? No. Okay. They just mentioned there was a Pargan tree. And there was a guardian by the pargan tree and they said that there should be a black stone with some runes on it that the guardian had and that's what they wanted they didn't give any indication of where it may be okay that sucks i should say they were fairly certain i shouldn't say they should it was certain my bad oh no What's wrong, Clicker? I know that creature. Which one? I've read about it. Which creature? That one. The dead one. She extends the healthy arm. Yes. <laughs> They're used. There's another much more dangerous creature. And they use these as guardians and workers. There could be a layer of apoleths nearby. Yeah, oh, just what we need to know. What's a, a, an aboleth? Volan says. It's a very terrible, very terrible creature. It's uh, like a snake eel thing. I remember. I just know that we should not bother with them right now. And not with a broken shoulder. Thanks, Bruce. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. You realize that this is the first time she has called you Bruce since uh, you were introduced to each other? As if the pain knocked the shenanigans out of her. 
I look confused because no one's called me by the root. I'm getting used to it. Every time someone starts a, a word with B, I assume that they're talking to me. So I'm just thinking this is part of their way of isolating me from the group. That's so okay. um, I don't care. Thorn, um, once he's uh, landed down here and it's noted, sort of waves, tries to get the attention of the group on the island. Goes, oh, hey, um, look, I, I think I found uh, some sort of uh, entrance uh, heading it's it's down in the water um maybe the uh, stone is down in there is that where the uh, uh jewel would have come from is that where the jewel would have come from yeah the the creature that um came and attacked us oh jewel oh jewel. okay i called it tall my bad sure yes it came from there yes maybe we should uh uh, explore there um, for this uh, this uh, stone. He's sort of saying this loud uh, um, across the distance. Is everybody uh, uh, able to swim? Yeah, I can swim. Need this shoulder fixed. Volan looks to. Uh, clicker and goes. I can swim, but uh, Clicker, she she is too injured. Is this is this entranceway? How far underwater is it? How how far underwater is it, Tagaba? Your perception check from before was enough to tell you it looks like it's between five and ten feet under the water. Is it? I'll go and have a look at it. So I'm just going to go wandering over. All right. If you're going to go there, I'm going to go swim, swim over and have a look at Clicker and see the uh, damage that uh, poor uh, Brawly did. All right. I'm going to go to the hole. I'm going to take off my backpack and everything else, and I shall go with... Um, what do we got? Just a hand axe. Leave everything else behind. Okay. going to swim in the water. That's going to suck. Okay, so you dive down, and yep. it's just about eight feet down. Yep. And holding your breath, you can see that it's it's probably about ten feet wide. Yep. And about ten feet further down. So you can see then that actually the bottom of the ground is looking close to almost 20 feet down. So it's a quite a wide thing. And you look briefly just as your eyes are there and you can see that it looks like the wall itself under is probably just about five feet wide. And then you can kind of see that the greenish white light is brighter looking up. So you can kind of see five feet through and then it looks like it goes up. So it's like there's an entrance that I can swim into and it's, and it's brighter inside the cave or inside that entrance. So you swim under the five foot, five foot thick wall and you don't swim back up eight feet. You only swim about uh, three feet up and then your head pops above the water and this is what you see. Is Bruce sort of running around and stealing all our treasure? That's what it feels like. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. 
Because I suspect Bruce is not coming back with us. Boris is having a field day. Okay, so I'll pull Bruce into another channel and tell him what he sees. Okay. Okay. So, lichen along the cavern wall emits a greenish-white dim light. Yeah. A couple of ancient columns rise up to join the cavern to join the cavern ceiling. Between the columns gapes a black maw, and amongst the seaweed and kelp just beneath the water's surface are paved stones. What's a black maw? What's a maw? It just means that the light of the lichen doesn't go past the entrance there. So basically you are about there. Yeah. And with your dark vision and your head sticking up, you would be able to see past the black. So, and this is this bit over here that I'm standing on now, that's just like a shelf. Yeah. Just below the waterline. Yeah. Can I swim over there and stand on the shelf? Yeah. When I look in the water below the shelf, do I see a real stone? You do not. But looking past into the entrance there, yeah, it's dark there. The lichen doesn't go past. It doesn't bend around the corner all that well. But you can see that on the floor, there looks to be some bones. And give me a perception check. Yeah. I can see bones. That's about it. You see these, a large, a large jaw, bigger than you are, is on the floor. That thing that I'm sitting in between now, that's the large jaw. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So are you going? All right. Were you planning to walk in there? Uh, why not? I may never come back. An opportunity too good to refuse. I'm going to walk up to the edge of the jaw. Okay. Do I see a bit more? Yep. Any bad guys lying around that I can see? I should lock your token so you can't move as quick. Uh I can see. So there's no dark, there's no light in here other than yep. that little bit of lichen light. Yeah. So it is a large skeleton on the yeah. floor. Oh. And you see there are ancient pillars down the center of this chamber. Yeah. You yep. notice that there is a couple of altars to the east and west of the skeletons, what you think are arms. And there are objects sitting on top of those altars. As well, you notice that there are some jewels that are littered amongst the the items. On the altars, do I recognize any of the items? You said there were some items there on top of the altars. On the eastern altar, you can see what looks like three types of hats. hats. On the western, looks like a fabric, a cylindrical... They got hats. Yeah. Oh, what sort of hats are they? A high-crowned, wide-brimmed hat with runes along the hat's band. Yeah. A cone-shaped hat that is adorned with gold crescent moons and stars. Yeah. And a wide-brimmed black hat with gold and silver thread filigree and a high-pointed crown. Oh. See, I have this thing about hats, don't I? So, how attractive am I to that? Am so, I basically, one hat, the first hat looks like a cowboy hat. Yeah. The second looks like, you know, the dunce wizard hat. Yeah. And the, the third hat looks like a sombrero. 
Okay. I am going to go back to the guys. Okay. And report back in. All back right. out there, swim back up the top. Okay. Go to the guys. All right, I'll put us back in the other channel. Okay, we're back. Guys, there's this really neat cavern, and it's got hats. And um, you're not here at the moment. We're going to resolve our stuff first before you come back. Oh, sorry. Okay, yep, that's right. He's still I'm swimming. Still swimming. <laughs> What's going on with you guys as Thorn moves back to where Clicker remains laying, and and Volan sits with the berries. So, um, Volan, uh, sorry, not Volan, uh, Thorn is going to come up and have a look at uh, Clicker and see how, how she is. She looks horrible. Oh, oh, Clicker, um, you look terrible. Um, listen, I, I might have something what? to, uh, h help she, you with she that. She grabs uh, the tip of her beak, she feeling it's still there. Can't be that bad. Still have a beak. Well, yes, and you can still talk, but um, just just um, don't move. This this might uh, tickle a little bit. And he places his arm on um, Clicker uh, on the shoulder directly above the, the uh, injured shoulder. You see this wide stare from her eyes. She doesn't doesn't move. Completely tense. A, ru a rush of warm energy sort of radiates out from the. Uh, his hand um, through your shoulder, Clicker, um, as he uh, channels some uh, healing energy into you. So I'm going to be casting Cure Wounds on you. Does that help set the arm properly? I hope it does. I would assume so. Well, interesting question. First, I had thought to describe Clicker as having bloodshot eyes but then looking at her portrait I don't know if that's that works but healing and resetting bones well you know it heals up in men's wounds so it leaves scars scars remain so I think that, it's a magical healing <laughs> yeah I think that it doesn't regrow limbs but yeah I think if you had a dislocated shoulder that makes sense yeah only a dislocation. It's Nothing still going to hurt like shit. Oh, yeah. But it can heal naturally now, at least. But I'm out of healing now. So touching your shoulder, you feel your bone as the arcane energies enter your body. You can feel your bone moving and rubbing against the socket as it resets itself into place. Don't do that again. Uh, I really um, was not expecting you to fall from such a great height. I'm sorry. Just looks so inviting. I didn't know the water was so shallow. Just just trying to uh, avoid uh, unnecessary risks. We're, we're working with this dwarf, um, this uh, Bronson. I don't trust him. Let's 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 keep a uh, uh, an eye on him as, as much as possible. Uh, do, you, do you feel up to swimming um, down into that area where he went? I think I can, yes. I'll need both arms. At which point, 
Bronson's head appears above the water. Hold up. Hey, guys. Just a minute. So Volin, he just sits there. He's got the berries. You've healed him. Was there anything else that you guys wanted to do? Because Barry would have been gone probably for about 10 to 15 minutes. Probably um, describe and uh, plot Balin's demise, but outside of that. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin is not happy. Bartholomew doesn't know what he doesn't know. Yeah. Barrett will pick you up later. <laughs> okay, so after you sit there looking over the coins that he had split apart for each of you, you do notice that the odd coins that he'd been talking about are not in any of the piles that he'd given to you guys. That's part of my suspicions, but anyway. All right, so he pops out of water. Do we dunk his head back in? You guys are a fair distance away from him because he's at the backside of the cenote. Not wrong about being backside. Anyway, go on. <laughs> hey, guys. You'll never guess what I found. What is it? It's a great big cavern, and it's got a couple of altars in it, and there's hats down there. And, like... I like hats, and I point to my hat. So... Is this a new hat that you're wearing? No, I just... Surprisingly, that hat, you haven't seen him take that hat off, and you just now realize that he was swimming with that hat, and he dived under the water with that hat, and he surfaced with that hat, and it's still on his head. Oh, well, um, that that's nice to know that uh, you like hats. But uh, did you uh, notice anything like uh, the uh, black stone in there? Oh, no, I got a bit carried away with the altars, the hats, the giant skeleton, the pillars, and the carvings in the roof. Okay. But they're uh, really nice hats. A Volan, um, Clicker, uh, do you want to investigate this? Volan pipes up. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I get I get first dibs on the hats, guys. Hmm, I don't know. I mean you only hit the you only hit that what did you call it, clicker? I don't know what it's called. Well you only hit it once. I just know that the the, the bigger guys are called aboleths. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Just call this one worker crab. Worker crab. Because that's what it is. Well, Thorn hit it at least twice. I think you just hit it once. I hit it a couple of times. Um, actually, speaking of um, hitting, uh, Thorn is going to go see if he can collect any arrows from the um, jewel. Yeah, you can collect uh, half of the ones you used. Okay. All right. And um, we'll head into the water. Okay. It'll be a challenge for you, Clicker, but it'll just be slow going because your movement is now half. 
Mm. But you'll still be able to do it. So, swimming down, you guys can give me perception checks. <laughs> I love it. Goodbye, clicker. <laughs> Live for clicker. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thorn and Volan rolled a nine, and uh, Braxton rolled a seventeen. Okay. Yeah. This time, as I'm you were guiding. I'm the smart one in this group. What's that? I'm the smart one in this group. I, I see. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get the best hat. This time, as you are guiding the other three, you're taking a little bit more time. You're you're aware of Clicker's condition, so you kind of hold back a bit as you're swimming down and under, guiding them along. When you look this time, you do notice that under the water, as you were approaching the other... I'll share this now. You do notice... Oh, be, before, before we go down, I could offer... Clicker a hand. Hey, Clicker, you want want me to help you get dragged under the water? You guys are already under the water. I just thought I'd throw that in there. I was about to answer. <laughs> I should have I thrown that one in before we went under. After the damage I've already done. Volan's taking the lead. <laughs> so Volan, you take the lead, but one thing that you do notice is that <laughs> you do notice that over here you see a little bit of darkness down there that looks like potentially another tunnel. Doesn't look very big though. So coming into here, you guys can see that the the lichen all along the walls in this entrance is what emits the dull, the dim greenish-white light that had been glowing up and from in the water in the cenote. And you see that there are those ancient columns that uh, join the cavern ceiling. Um, you can see the, the paved stones just under the water's surface. There's some kelp and whatnot about there. Volan is kind of helping keeping Clicker above the water. Really? I mean, he's not—he's not breaking the other arm at the moment. <laughs> he's more careful. The other two are just hanging around in the middle of the pond. Uh, coming, clicker. When you come, give me another perception check, Thorn. And Volan. Yeah. So as you come up out of the water, Thorn. You hear a scuttling noise, and you catch sight of a bit of white that moves over here and moves back behind the pillar over here. And you're pretty certain it looked like a human skull that had just quickly moved back behind that p pillar. Did it perhaps have crab legs underneath it? With that perception check, you think that perhaps, yes. Okay, so it's a bit like a hermit crab using a skull as its uh, shell. You suppose maybe. All right. Um, so looking around, um, does it, is there anything here that looks to be, um, that would have 
uh, an area where that, that stone would be or not? You see to the to the east and west, you notice that there are two altars and on each of the altars there are some objects. The eastern altar has a, a three hats and the western altar has a bit of cloth, a cylindrical glass jar, not very big, and a black stone file. As well, on each of the altars is a number of jewels. Nothing that looks like the uh, gem we're after, with the uh, yellow runes on it? Not that you can see immediately. The You would have to maybe look a little bit closer, but the, the glass thing looks like this. It's a long cylindrical jar. It has alternating you can see that within it looks like some kind of discs and they seem to be suspended in some kind of a, a solution that you can see in there and on the top of it looks like maybe some thumb screws or something like this and it looks like some kind of a cap on top of it are those discs the same as the brown discs that were in the pool from where you are you don't know so that's you're talking about that stuff that's in the eastern side or the western side that that particular object is on the western side the black stone file i don't know if i've got a picture of that one you know what a file is right yeah the file like p-h-i ah p-h-i-a-l ah or feel contains a liquid well, it's, it's just like a stone container, yeah. Small. With it's a, very with small. A cap, on, cap on the top. Yep. Uh, so I go up and Can't have a look. It. I avoid the hats. It usually has a lich's essence inside. <laughs> Philacteria. <laughs> this is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker. Ravenfolk Locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, my name's Mick, and I'll be playing Bruce, or Bert, or Bob, Bongo, Bingo, Barabbas, Bartholomew, Barry, Bernard. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.